Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi. Hi, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning. Good, good morning, Steph. Happy uh, ban and indictment Yeah. for those who celebrate. Ban and conviction day. Yeah. Ban and conviction. Right. Sorry. Yeah, convicted on both counts. Tell us what was yeah. that? That was like being in the uh, courtroom. I loved what you said. Prosecutor in rebuttal. Bannon's conduct is like a child who keeps arguing with a parent after being grounded. That's what it yeah. seemed like. I, I watched it from start to finish. And, and first and foremost, you know, we um, heap lots of criticism on the Department of Justice for not acting swiftly enough. But let me tell you, the two prosecutors in the case, Molly Gaston and Amanda Vaughn, those women are rock stars. And they represented the American people extraordinarily well in this prosecution. Mm-hmm. I got to chat with them for a while afterwards yeah. because they come from my former office, the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, and I congratulated them and, and I thanked them on behalf of we the people. So we, we shouldn't lose sight of, of when the Department of Justice so- does something really well, we need to let them know. But, you know, Bannon promised to go medieval during the trial. And Steph, I was in there for every minute of the trial. No catapults, no crossbows, no molten lead being poured over the, the no. castle turrets. Nothing medieval. He sat there, if there was anything medieval, he sat there like a big old medieval bump on a log <laughs> the whole time and yeah. didn't say one word in his own defense, didn't present any evidence. And the jury, yeah. after sitting for in the trial for a week, they went back to deliberate. They came back with, it wasn't just a verdict, it was a statement, less than three hours, and they even worked in a lunch. Guilty, guilty, go away, Steve Bannon. So now he will be heading to prison, but not until October 21st. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Glenn, we've talked about this before, is boy, they sure do talk big. They sure talk some trash, you know, whether it's Giuliani, all these people on the courtroom steps, on podcasts, but then they get into a court of law, right, under oath. The way to shut up Steve Bannon is to tell him if you want to talk, you're going to be placed under oath and you're going to have to tell the truth. He wouldn't do that to Congress. He wouldn't do that at his own trial. He is a coward at the end of the day. Much of what he does is performance art. He can only fool the gullible. And it's all about getting them to send him money. Yeah. And speaking of cowards, Josh Hawley, uh, you retweeted, here's the entire uh, hearing room erupting into laughter when the footage of Josh Hawley running out of the Capitol is shown. 
And you made a great point, Gwen. You said momentarily funny, for sure. Uh, but when you consider that Hall and Hawley urged, an ins- urged on the insurrectionist with his upraised fist from the safe haven of his security detail, uh, he endangered the lives of police officers who were under siege and outnumbered uh, accountability now. I mean, not to mention he's was the senator that was devoted to decertify. Mm-hmm. So he is, in, uh, uh, what's the word, implicated in more ways. Than, I mean, the fist is just what we remember. But, I, I, you know, he is right in the thick of this, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's under criminal investigation by the Department of Justice, if I had to guess. And, you know, let, let's not forget that upraised fist inspired the crowd to assault our police officers. There is no two ways about it. So, you know, he needs to be held accountable. And yes, it's momentarily funny to watch him running away from the very people he incited and inspired and encouraged. But let's hope that the Department of Justice digs into his possible culpability for all of this. And if there's enough evidence, they need to indict him. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Um, Glenn, you just tweeted when the J6 committee res- revelations about Donald Trump's crimes, it's time for the DOJ to indict Trump and his co-conspirators. I was saying at the top of the show, being out with Chairman Schiff last night, we were saying that I understand he, Liz Cheney, Elaine Luria, others putting public pressure on DOJ. I think that's fine. Uh, and I know you're of the impatient crew like I am. But you know, I'm just curious, you know, because other people point to, you know, the uh, whether it's the Eastman, the Clark raids, as you just said, the Bannon indictment to say that the Justice Department is working. Where, where do you come down on this in, in terms of I mean, are you saying when you say now you really feel like Trump should be being indicted now? Yeah, I think a Trump indictment is long overdue. I try to exercise patience because I appreciate you need to build the strongest case possible against a former president and his co-conspirators. But, you know, I just did a piece for MSNBC Daily and I and I said, look, at some point, it's great that you're involved in covert investigations, grand jury investigations, which are secret by law. Um, You're doing things behind closed doors. But, Steph, there comes a time when we have to see overt public law enforcement action like 
when we have witness tampering, those people need to be arrested promptly and publicly, one, to neutralize that threat, and yeah. two, to send the message of deterrence to others. The problem is no one on Team Trump is being deterred. Why? Because there's no overt public law enforcement action. That I fault the Department of Justice for. They need to start doing that now. I don't care if we don't see a Trump conspiracy indictment tomorrow. We need to see some of these people who are tampering with yeah. witnesses and destroying evidence. We need to see them arrested now, and then you build on that. Yeah, except, well, Trump is one of the ones tampering, right? I mean, he's the one personally calling. The, the, uh, yeah. It's extraordinary. Anyway, you, uh, yeah, you said, uh, let's call Trump's 1-6 mid-riot tweet saying Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country, what it is. It's a murderous tweet. And I know uh, Barb McQuaid was also saying she was looking for manslaughter in terms of, you know, the last the last hearing. Your I mean, your piece was Trump's criminal intent is now clear. Merrick Garland's intentions aren't. DOJ leaders are asking the American people to trust them. But following the House's final, at least for a while, hearing, you said that trust is eroding. Um, I I think that's what it is. It's just we because we can't see what's under the surface. Right. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. And because there should be some things happening above the surface, even though, you know, we should only see the tip of the criminal iceberg by way of charges being brought. I'm fine with that because I know that the, the massive part of the iceberg is underwater and out of public view. But we don't even see the tip of the iceberg. And I'm sorry that Bannon conviction counts for very little. That is the lowest hanging yeah. criminal fruit. And let's not forget Mark Meadows and Dan Scavino were also referred for prosecution for precisely and they were referred by Congress for prosecution for precisely the same crime as Steve Bannon and DOJ took a pass. That's not a good sign. Well, yeah, you and you made a great point on Twitter. You said Donald Trump has still not peacefully transferred power. Every day accountability is delayed is another day his hand is strengthened. Another day he misleads those Americans unable or unwilling to recognize facts and truth. Another day of America in decline. Um, yeah, so let's talk specifically a couple things. Um, obviously, Secret Service, um, you, I think you were quoting someone else, but you just said, so now they can't retrieve their own deleted information. I'm not buying it. Um, you said the uh, USSS is the premier law enforcement organization when it comes to investigating cybercrime, so they're missing deleted text from January 6th. Seems inconceivable. Um, also, the fact that they've lawyered up with outside lawyers, that's really fishy, isn't it? Yeah, first of all, I embrace everybody's Sixth Amendment right to counsel. I really do, right. even if you're a member of a law enforcement organization. But there is an incongruity when you're a member of a law enforcement organization and you're afraid of the questions to come about your conduct so you lawyer up. That is not a good look. But here's the thing, Steph. I worked cases with the Secret Service as a prosecutor. I worked a case where a senator had his cell phone stolen and we had to track him using technology, yeah. him being the thief through the city until we found him, arrested him. I tried him, convicted him, and he went to prison. And the U.S. Secret Service is the premier uh, law enforcement agency that conducts forensic searches of computers and cell phones to retrieve deleted data. I didn't go to the FBI lab at Quantico for those kind of forensic services, even though I went to the FBI lab for lots of my forensic work, we went to the Secret Service Forensic Sciences Division when we had cell phones and, and information had been deleted. 
and we needed to have it forensically retrieved. You're telling me that agency just mistakenly got rid of all of their text messages after there was a request that they preserve and produce them? I don't buy it. The FBI should open a criminal probe. And if the U.S. Secret Service did nothing wrong, they should welcome that criminal probe. Well, right. So the Secret Service investigators were scrutinizing the phones of 10 Secret Service personnel that contain metadata showing text messages sent and received around January 6th, um, but were not retra- re- uh, retained. So I, what is your take that we would, we're never going to see these because <laughs> they're so good at this? They're, they're as good at, as they are at retrieving deleted data off of cell phones and computers. They're probably just as good at erasing it permanently. You know, electronic footprints are ordinarily forever. Um, but if they were determined to get rid of them permanently, they were just the folks to do it. I hope that's not what yeah. we find out happened. Yeah. Boy, does that stink to high heaven. Okay, Um, Liz Cheney left no doubt that the House is investigating the January 6th insurrection. We'll consider uh, issuing a subpoena to Jenny Thomas. Um, I'm glad this didn't just float away into the ether. She said um, she was, uh, the host was asked her, she was willing, writing to them about efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, not to mention her correspondence with Arizona lawmakers, pushing fake electors. Is your committee planning on taking, uh, on um, talking to her? And she said, Liz Cheney said, we are. The, co- the committee is engaged with her counsel. Hope she will agree to come in voluntarily. Prepared to subpoena her if she does not. And you know why this is so important, Steph? Because, first of all, as the J6 committee, if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. And it's important to set the precedent that the wife of a Supreme Court justice who has relevant information to a criminal probe or a legislative probe um, needs to produce that evidence and if she refuses to she is subject to a subpoena we should do the same thing to mike pence we should do the same thing to donald trump not because i'm hopeful that they will readily comply but because we need to litigate it set the precedent so we can stop these mofos from doing it in the future right and if once the precedent is set that you can subpoena a supreme court justice's wife a vice president a former president, if they have information relevant to a crime or to legislation, then the precedent is set and these people can't hide in the future behind an absence of precedent. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, you, uh, what do we call Eric Holder now? His Highness Excellency? Yes, <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. Anyway, he is your <laughs> former boss. But you were you pointed to what he said 
Uh, former acting Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue testified Trump told a group of department officials it doesn't matter if the election was rife mm-hmm. with fraud, saying just say the election was corrupt, leave the rest to me and Republican congressmen. This is direct evidence relayed by Donahue under oath of criminal intent, you write. Um, and you said Eric Holder described these statements as the smoking gun. Um, yep. So, you, I mean, that's the most legally significant testimony you've heard thus far yeah and, and my old boss eric holder not just when he was attorney general but when he was the dc u.s attorney i worked directly for eric i stand on his shoulders because he's the one yeah. who first made me a federal prosecutor he went on to say if somebody argued to a jury that donald trump lacked criminal intent it would be quote laughable you know and for those of us scoring at home let's remember that it was President Ronald Reagan who first appointed Eric Holder as a judge in the courts of Washington, D.C. That man was always respected on both sides of the aisle until we lost our partisan minds. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So um, what? we don't know what's next, right? We just know September. But, no, but can I, can I take yeah. up, I want to take up for the Trump supporters for a minute, Stefan. You touched right. on this a few minutes ago. Um, we know that Donald Trump incited, inspired, enraged a mob on January 6th and ordered them to attack the Capitol. And those people are going to prison by the dozens, if not the hundreds. Donald Trump is out there at his hate rallies, inciting, inspiring and encouraging an, a new uh, batch of insurrectionists to fight like hell or they won't have a country anymore. And he's endangering them in a real sense. And let's let's be clear, not all of them have the critical thinking skills to say this former president must be lying to us when he says they stole my vote from me, right? And and he's endangering them. And he's basically paving a road to prison for the next batch of Trump supporters who are gullible enough to believe him. The Department of Justice has an obligation to stop, to step in and put a stop to it by charging him with yeah. the crimes that we have probable cause plus, 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 plus to infinity and beyond to prove. And that's what needs to be done. Well, you know, we've you I'm sure heard this reporting from Axios, the radical plan Trump and his allies are hatching for his possible return to power. Oh, God, in 2025, mm-hmm. the plan based on a controversial last minute executive order from Trump in 2020 known as Schedule F would aim to purge the government from what Trump has deemed the deep state and put in I mean, all Trump loyalists, this would be, you know, 2.0 in terms of criminality, corruption, you name it. I mean, Steve Bannon still talking crap after being convicted. He said there's going to be he lashed out at the House uh, J6 committee uh, hours after being found guilty. There he is on Fox on Tucker Carlson. He warned that uh, Republicans would have their own committee when they return to power. We have to have a real January 6th committee, including to get the staffers there now and see about the lies and misrepresentations they put on national TV to defame people. I would tell the J6 staff right now, preserve your documents because there's going to be a real committee that are going to be backed by Republican grassroots voters to say we want to get to the bottom of this for the good of the nation. I mean, they're telling you what they're going to do, right? They, they, they did it last time and they're intending to do it again. And if we let them and by letting them, I mean, if the Department of Justice declines to prosecute Donald Trump for his crimes, that will be DOJ's stamp of approval announcing everything Trump did was just fine. And the 2024 presidential candidate gets to do it all over yeah. again with impunity. And we cannot survive another go round like yeah. that. Bannon and said every committee in the House needs to be an oversight committee. We have to go after the Biden administration, which is illegitimate. That's what it will be based on is, is re-airing Trump's grievances that he really won in 2020. Blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, take them at their word. They're going to do yeah. it. They're going to deconstruct the whole darn thing if we let them. Let's yeah. not let them do it. Yep. All right, Glenn. Always, I'm just a day, a couple days late, but Can never a dollar in, short. Yes. Really quickly, I just heard that there was a Stephanie Universe Cinematic Crossover event where Charlie Pierce met Glenn Kirshner this weekend. What? 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 Oh my God! One degree. Of- oh, and he walked up to me, and what a what a lovely guy. He walked up to me and introduced himself, and he said. And, and I know you because I'm a Steph head. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm a Steph head too. And so we swapped stories about, yeah, he's, he's an enormous fan. What a, what a wonderful guy. Yeah, Aww. he is. Steph Nation. I love it. Yeah, and we'll okay. see him tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we'll see him tomorrow. Mwah.